0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of High Vertical. We're back. New week. Basketball is fully back. This is our first episode that basketball is fully back. Uh, we're going to get into it. Uh, I'm with Nikki, Nikki Jizzle. Fuck Tony Brothers. Fuck Tony Brothers. That beautiful man. <laughs> uh. We'll end with the NBA right? I don't think there's much in the NFL world. Um, players have till, I believe, Thursday to opt out of the season, which okay. is so strange because what happens if they want to opt out afterwards? Are they going to yeah. be fined?
1: Yeah. What's the, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: So that's happening. A lot of players are opting out. Um, uh, let's see. Cardinals, Marcus Gilbert is opting out. That's huge. Uh, offensive tackle.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Damn. Um. Uh, I can't find any more.
1: There's a lot of them. Let me see if yeah. I can pull up a whole list. Yeah, I think we talked about like the Patriots last week. Like They had six or seven yeah. players opting out. I don't think any Bucs players have opted out since we last spoke. So...
0: One Dolphins player opted out. It's Alan Hearns. He just opted out like minutes ago.
1: Oh, damn. That sucks. That would be a good weapon for Tua.
0: Yeah. It's okay. Travis Benjamin is opting out. Receiver for the Cardinals.
1: Ooh. Two Cardinals.
0: Uh, Andrew Billings opts out. Then he's a... Uh... Oh, here we go. I have a list right here. I know Jawan James was a big one for the Denver Broncos. He opted out.
1: Oh. He's a left tackle, right? Or is he the
0: right tackle? Yeah. He is there. He's like one of the highest-paid tackles in the NFL, yes. if not the highest-paid. Yeah, uh, Star Lotoleli Lotele- E. A. from yeah. uh, Buffalo. Uh, he's opting out. Uh, cornerback E. J. Gaines is opting out for Buffalo as well. Maurice Candy uh, is opting out for the Cowboys. Uh, Stefan Grudy is opting out for the Cowboys. Devon Funches is opting out for the Packers. Marcus Goodwin is opting out for the Eagles. That's pretty big.
1: They have no oh, yeah. talent in the wide receiver department as it is. Um, now, if these guys opt out, I would assume that if things get better, or if they change their minds, they're eligible to come back in prior to like a you know a test and all that. I would assume so. Yeah, I don't think if
0: players wish to opt out, they must provide a note. Okay, designated opt out. The players will be eligible for a stipend of one hundred one hundred and fifty hundred. I'm sorry, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be treated as a salary advance against his against. Uh, however is, uh, Okay, advance against his told contract and undrafted free agent. However, is not eligible for the stipend. That's fucked be does, doesn't does as a higher stop the player must have a diagnose reflected in their medical records of at least one of the following factors but blah, blah, blah. it's like John James opted out he has like a um underlying condition
1: yeah well I mean it's, what you said is a lot of bigger guys which bigger guys tend to do worse with uh the yeah. illness caused by COVID so I can understand like a lot of I'm surprised I haven't heard about more offensive linemen and defensive linemen opting out yeah yeah, but they are also all athletes too. So I'm sure a lot of those big guys are still very healthy compared to your average American.
0: Yeah, uh, Von Miller almost uh, opted out,
1: apparently. Yeah, well, he Considered had it. A, so and he, yeah, he said that it sucked. So I don't blame him. Yep.
0: Yeah. I don't blame anyone. Antonio Brown has been suspended for eight games. <laughs> he said he retired, but now his uh, agent.
1: Tweeted, like, I think last week that his client is ready to come back or whatever (laughs) after the the suspension. The second time this has happened, where he's like, fuck the NFL. It's like two days later, oh, I'll come back. Man, I need to pay my child support. God damn it. I pay a lot of child support and court bills. (laughs) (laughs) Got to pay a lot of lawyers. Yeah. (laughs) The NFL is not doing enough with that, man. They're just, they're doing so terrible, painting him as this villain when he's just mentally ill yeah um but that's all i think i got for the nfl um
0: Odell beckham jr is not opting out despite earlier concerns oh Oh, some hits up this is not nfl but um this is football uh connecticut the football team has
1: announced that they are not playing this season well like they're physically not taking the field or they're doing their usual like not playing well no, oh well, they're not t- physically taking the field. No, okay.
0: Um, which is it's it, it is a sign of things because they're the first team to do it, so we'll see who else follows. Um, I'm assuming the bigger schools like Michigan just released their schedule. Yeah, for, uh, football, and I think the NCAA. I think I don't know, man. Like the, the they're doing right now just in conference play so 10 games within each conference is no out of conference play there's not going to be any conference championship games apparently from the ncaa they said that um the sec hasn't put out any schedules yet so we'll see how that goes um i imagine no play though Oh, yeah, they're going to play. I think the Gators are wanting to play. Everybody in the SEC is going to play. I don't think there's – there might be one off that might be Vanderbilt, some shitty (laughs) SEC team. Someone that has nothing uh, to gain by coming back. Yeah, yeah, nothing to gain by coming back. Yeah, exactly. Um, That'd be great if Vanderbilt, so we don't have to play them, because I hate playing Vanderbilt. Why? Uh, Because they're so shitty, and it's like a boring-ass game every time we just
1: blow them out. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair enough. Easy one, though. I mean, especially if you're yeah. not gonna have any out of conference I mean, opponents, that's your closest to an FCS game. Yeah, to get some, pretty much oh, working no, for I'm the backups. Green.
0: Um, but yeah, I think that's it for football. Let's See, I'm not sure if we'll uh, cool get college football, but it looks like the we're we're taking steps to do it.
1: Yeah, I think it looks like we're definitely getting some. We're starting pro football. I don't know if we'll finish it. Um, what do you think yeah. about LeSean McCoy to the Bucks? Um,
0: I mean, all the old people love to come to Florida and retire. Yep. <laughs> and
1: I who like this running
0: backs. Who are your running backs before uh, uh, this last like that are on the roster now? We
1: had Ronald before. Jones. And then we drafted uh, this guy in the third round from, I think, Vanderbilt called Kashawn Vaughn. Um, oh, actually, yeah, he's uh, he's OK. Yeah, he's he actually the best Vanderbilt player on the team when he went. over. Yeah, he and, had good stats. Um, yeah, he was fine. And then uh, we have Dari Agumboale, but he's basically just like a pass protection guy. Mm. Um, But so I like having LaShawn McCoy there because the running back room is really young. And hopefully, you know, it's just like a veteran in there where like if the other guys are getting rattled, it's like you can throw in LaShawn for a couple snaps and just kind of like settle everyone down and show everyone kind of how a pro does it. But obviously I'm not like under the, like, Bleacher Report reaction of, like, oh, the Bucks got Brady, Gronk, and LaShawn McCoy in the same team. Can they be stopped? It's like, well, this isn't the Brady, Gronk, and LaShawn McCoy from five years ago. But No, LaShawn McCoy will, like, play a couple snaps. There. I don't think Bruce Arians is going to want to play him that much. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I do think he's Get a it. good good running back for Tom oh, yeah. Brady in terms of, like, being a pass-catching back and all that. He's just, like, yeah. he's got too many ball security issues for Bruce Arians to really tolerate that. I'm just surprised he didn't just stay with the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know what if they just didn't want him back or if they weren't paying him enough. I don't think the Bucks are paying him a ton. I mean, we don't have much cap space. so
0: I think with the emergence of Damian Williams in that backfield, it kind of just uh, probably makes him not as important.
1: Yeah, he'll probably think that he has more opportunities in Tampa, but I don't really think he will. I still think they're gonna try to give most of the snaps to Ronald Jones and Kashawn Vaughn. Yeah. No point in putting that old man in danger. Yeah. Just have him there as a security blanket. So I think it's a good signing, but I'm not shitting my pants over it.
0: No. Um let's uh let's talk about some fucking
1: basketball baby do you want to do it chronologically um like from because we last episode the nba season hadn't officially started yet or the restart Mm -hmm. hadn't started yet so do you Mm -hmm. want to take it from there going all the way to celtics heat last night sure um i'll see
0: god i wish i this google news was better
1: well i got i got a couple things i can start us while you're looking around okay from there so We can touch on the first night for like a minute or two. The first night was amazing. Yes. Two great games back to back. I don't know if we learned a ton, though, because Zion's been on that minutes restriction, which we should also probably yeah. talk about. And then uh, the Clippers were missing uh, Sweet Lou, as we knew would happen, And Montress Harrell, who I was unaware had left, had left the bubble or just not returned to the bubble because of his um, grandmother passing away. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea when he's going to be back. Lou Williams has a has a set time of when he's coming back, but Montrez Harrell and him are like the great pick-and-roll duo, and they don't know if and when Montrezl Harold's coming back. Mm-hmm. So we, while they were really good games and fun games, I don't think we learned a lot about any of those four teams in there. Like, we didn't really learn anything new about Utah or New Orleans or the Clippers or the Lakers, for that matter. Other than that, Anthony Davis is a matchup nightmare for the Clippers.
0: I mean, Anthony Anthony Davis is playing great in the bubble, man. He is killing it. Yeah, even in the
1: Toronto game when he got off to, like, a slow first half, um, he managed to figure out like how to get his points and how to get his buckets against that team. I mean, Toronto still did a great job of containing him. And I think Toronto's probably been the best team in the bubble so far. But Mm -hmm. I think the uh, really Anthony Davis is, I don't want to say unguardable, but he's, I don't, I think he's the most dangerous player in the bubble right now. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the toughest matchup for anyone in the playoffs. The only unfortunate thing is that Outside of LeBron, that Lakers supporting cast is not great.
0: No, um, their Rondo is in the process of uh, coming back. They said that he might be able to be ready for the playoffs, maybe late playoff run. So they could get some help late. Um,
1: playoff Rondo is great. Yeah, but I don't know if that's exactly what they need though. Too, they need like fucking yeah. getters, which Deion Waiters hasn't been terrible, but he's not like your third guy yeah. on a championship team. So, however, their first two options are like amazing. They're two of the top, probably at least two of the top five guys in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So they have that going for them. But after that, it's a large drop off in talent. So we'll see. But I, uh, I, I yeah, like we'll what see. I've been seeing from the Lakers and, and the Clippers somewhat, but that, that loss to Phoenix was unexpected yesterday.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I, I just think Phoenix is like... I think Phoenix is good. I think yeah. Phoenix is, a, is like... is has benefited from being in this bubble. Like, I think they're playing great. I think Devin Booker has like... Kind of emerged as the star that he's always been, but like kind of just kind of he's just cemented his place in the league. I think last night with that, I met last night, uh, two nights ago. Was it last? It was two nights ago, yeah. Oh, no, it that was last, last night. night, yeah. It was right before last the night. Celtics game, yeah. Last night with that game winner again, like, like against over Paul George. That was awesome, yeah. That was fucking awesome. That's dude. a
1: tough shot, yeah. Not yeah. over and Paul George, George has Paul been George.
0: probably one of, if not one of the better players in this restart.
1: Yeah, Paul George has been playing great. That game against New Orleans where the the Clippers in general were just they almost matched like the three point record for threes in a game. They they looked incredible in that game. But I wouldn't overreact to the Clippers' performance on that too much because I think Phoenix has been playing pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think Phoenix is really good. I would not put yeah, I would not put too much stock in that loss for for the Clippers. Phoenix yeah. has been playing great. I remember, it was a game winner like.
1: Yeah, I was talking shit about Phoenix earlier in the year and then they get off to that good start. Um but then they fell off and they kind of reverted back to to what we expected, but I feel like they you, they missed Aiton for like 25 games and then Ayton yeah. comes back into the bubble and looks like he's worked on his game a lot. Like he's got a three-point shot now. He from what I've seen, he's played really well. So Mm -hmm. if that was really what they needed, they needed to figure out the eight uh, booker combo and they've kind of got that down. They probably need one more person to like solidify themselves as a playoff team, but they're finally starting to make progress towards getting out of the cellar because they've been just dog shit for the past few years. And now they're like actually looking good.
0: Yep. And we got to talk about uh, a TJ Warren drops 50
1: yeah well
0: i told i mean i've been man i fucking i i really don't want to play the pacers dude in the playoffs
1: yeah. i really don't want to play him speaking I have of Phoenix, no interest in any of <laughs> catching any of those hands speaking of phoenix we talked about i mean that that held up as a good take by by me that trading tj warren for cash was dumb
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that was i Put didn't expect 50. him to be this good
0: no, and yeah. he, you know, he's he, him and Jimmy are about to. It, it, when when Jimmy comes back, when when we play him, like that is going to be a battle. Yeah, Jimmy against T.J. Warren. Like Jimmy is going to take it as a personal offense if T.J. Warren scores more than twenty points.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a playoff first round series that we want. Kind of the way that it's lined up now
0: yeah is exactly what we want we
1: want to see miami versus indiana at this point and we want to see boston versus philadelphia even though i'm sure you would rather see philadelphia and i would rather at this point yeah because i
0: think i think philly kind of just answered all the questions there
1: the restart was not what they needed like that whole team is a mess yeah philly looks terrible Philly yeah, they look really bad. Yeah, they don't look like they fixed any of the issues that plagued them. They no. I texted you the other night cuz I was, you know, I watched most of the Sixers Indiana game and that was uh, you know, they didn't play very well, but I mean, Joel Embiid looked great and TJ Warren just went off, and so you could chalk that up to a mulligan. But the game against the Spurs was like inexcusable even though they won that. They were like yeah. up by I want to say almost 20 points in the yeah. second half and they just collapsed like I tuned away for a bit to watch whatever other game was on and by the time mm-hmm. I tuned back like Demar DeRozan was just going off on Philly and there's no excuse yeah. for Demar DeRozan to be going off with the defensive matchups that they have for him yeah it just it doesn't make sense so it's a team that just still hasn't figured it out they are definitely like the the Celtics of last year where they yeah, have all sure. this talent but they've just not been able to to mesh and the uh, the only carryover is Al Horford. So it turns out Al Horford's a locker room cancer.
0: He, I just don't understand why they signed Al Horford to that big ass contract. Because like even before signing him, like he just didn't fit on that team. And like he, he, yeah, he's a veteran presence. So it was a young squad, but like when it comes down, like in the last three minutes, he's not on the court.
1: He's also even at like how the level he performed at in Boston, he is not worth that much money. That's why Danny wow. Ainge was like. No thanks, because he wanted to re-sign Al Horford, but he was thinking more of like, I think twenty mil a year, and the Sixers are like, let's give him like twenty eight million a year, and Danny's like, nah, that's that's a bad deal. So I don't blame Al Horford for taking it, but it was an odd fit to begin with, and it really just is blowing up in in Philly's face. On top of other things too, it's not all obviously not all Al Horford's fault. I mean, there's just like. I think it's the backcourt has some issues too because they don't really have too many backcourt defenders other than Tyble, who's a rookie who's really good, but still prone to rookie moments and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And Shake Milton and Shake uh, Milton, he's
0: honestly been <laughs> playing great. He's great, yeah.
1: He hit the the dagger the against player. San Antonio, yeah. Yeah. but like he's I don't see him as a defender or anything like no, that. No,
0: no, no. I think so. he's honestly going to be a trade piece for them down the line, probably next season.
1: Yeah, he he's got like some. He's like a better Terry Rozier. That's yeah. what I see in his game, like a Terry Rozier that's like a little bit more in control of of the ball and his shot and all that. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, Portland though, we I think go. we're we're I think we're both right that Portland was going to be that that team that was going to try is that was going to probably make the push for that eighth seed in the West. They've lost only one game in the restart, and that was against. Uh, Boston, Boston. Yeah, that was a game. that great was a really game, good though. game. Yeah, Dame, I, Dame went off in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, man, he had some nasty three points shots. Yeah, he was they, hitting them in the
1: eye. Mm, he, that boy's bad. I forget who mm, was talking about it. Um, played forty
0: four minutes, man. Dame yeah, they're is playing up
1: on the minutes, man. They're treating it like the playoffs. That team, which is why yeah. I was so afraid of that matchup for the Celtics too. And I, we will get into the Celtics later, but.
0: Gary Trent Jr. was 7 for 11 that game. And
1: Gary Trent Jr.'s been, three. he was great in the game against Memphis. And yeah. I didn't watch the game against yeah. Houston last night, but I saw that Portland won. I haven't checked the stats or yeah. anything, but
0: I, I'll, I'll look at the stats right now. You know that but yeah, man, Gary Trent Jr. has showed up. The Portland trailer raids are, are going to be an issue for for everybody in in the West. Yeah.
1: I wonder if Portland's going to be able to, like, pull Melo to the side and be like, look, why don't you come off the bench and be a bench scorer? Because Gary Trent Jr. is clearly, like, the guy on the wing for that that starting lineup
0: last night gary
1: trent was four for, four for nine from the three-point line yeah he's doing great man. that that guy's developed into a really nice role player for them yeah so and and, that, and
0: the i think the rockets were coming off of back-to-back on that right uh they played the bucks the night before
1: i think they played the what was yesterday was yesterday tuesday yeah it yeah. was so they played the bucks on sunday night I yeah they beat the bucks that. Beat the Bucks. That was a great game too. I was actually was I've really been actually game. entertained by the Rockets, which is strange to say because I normally find them to be the most boring team to watch. But I guess Dude, the, the Russell crazy. Westbrook having confidence again—that's just fun to watch. They only played eight players. The Blazers or the Rockets? No, the
0: Rockets against yeah. against the Bucks. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Everyone's tightened up their lineups except for like a couple teams. Like the the Heat are the Heat are just deep. I think. Yeah. So they're playing like. Oh, nine we haven't even players. played Myers Leonard yet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't that see him dude, play last he. night. Yeah. He hasn't played at the restart at all,
0: and I think Kelly. It's just because Kelly is so hot. Yeah. That he's taking Kelly's. He he. Kelly just took his minutes. Kelly has been amazing. Totally. He. We needed him last night when Jimmy was out. He showed up. Everybody showed up last night to beat the Boston, but yeah. uh, Tony Brothers especially.
1: Yeah, Tony <laughs> Brothers was the MVP for Miami. But I don't – if we we can get into the, the Heat Celtics too for a little bit just while it's organically coming up. On a serious note, I thought even though he was getting some MVP calls, Bam played great. He at least played yeah. with like – even though his shot wasn't falling necessarily, he was definitely the most intense player on the floor, I think. yeah. I think he, he,
0: like, Bam is really good. Like, he didn't, to me, he didn't have a great first half. He was just kind of there, kind of just like, re- he honestly, he was letting the Boston Celtics out-rebound him, which was just
1: infuriating to watch. Yeah, but, which, yeah, because there's not too much of an excuse for that. But, I mean, he definitely, like, the Celtics were keying in on him the whole yeah first and oh, yeah. second half. Let me look at the stats here. But, yeah, once, the good thing for Bam, Bam was five
0: for 12... Played thirty minutes, eleven for eighteen at the free throw line. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Nine defensive rebounds, three offensive rebounds, two assists, one turnover, one steal, like one block. And like I would say, like the Heat have been great with turnovers this in the restart. Like we have been like getting constant turnovers on teams, like every game, which it's been great because like I think we're just we've had great hands and we always, I think we have really good defensive players on the court at all times. Like Jay Crowder is just lit. I'm not sure what the fuck he is on, man. He has been killing it.
1: I don't know what it was in Cleveland, but I've always been a, a big fan of Jay Crowder. Like in the, like he should be in the role that he's in now. Like the role he was in in Boston. I still love Jay Crowder, but he wasn't like, supposed to be the the third guy for any team yeah. um
0: he's starting man we
1: started him yeah he's he, a, he, this he is this a starting, is, he's a starting in the game yeah and his playmaking last night
0: i think had, i think he had nine points against uh toronto and i think he had around nine points again with against uh denver like he just lit it up and his defense is great too yeah and let me say this we should have beaten toronto we just missed a bunch of open shots. Yeah. We should have been Toronto. It was like, I'm not scared of Toronto one bit just because I th- like we almost won that game. Yeah. Like, and you guys are game.
1: two and one in the season series against them still, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, Adam Silver recognized the effort that you guys put in. He's like, you know what? They should have won that game. Let me give
0: them Tony <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> Tony Brothers, go officiate the bossing game. Yeah. You, know? you want to fuck them up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony Duncan Brothers. Robin. Yeah. Duncan man. Robinson man has been killing he had a bad game against Toronto but his shot is just so sweet to watch go in man so sweet yeah. so such
1: a, He's so from He's start. from Maine too,
0: right? From Michigan. All right. he went to he is a he went from D3 to Michigan, then he was an undrafted rookie, then the he the Heat found him in the G League. But I am not he, sure what D3 school he went to, but I know he went to Michigan. I'm
1: pretty sure he was born in Maine though. Yeah, he was born in York, Maine. Wow. Yeah, One my of your own. my dad would love it if he got traded to the Celtics, but it looks like he's a he is a, a yeah, yeah he's a, a heater while. through and through. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: uh, I'm I'm kind of suspect on why Jimmy didn't play last night.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that video that he sent. <laughs> I just because I was.
0: So Seems that video I day. sent you, there it was a ringer podcast. I think I'm not for sure what the podcast. It wasn't a Bill Simmons. podcast. It so just
1: like the NBA show, like Because it looked like it was a Kevin O'Connor and someone else.
0: Yeah, someone else. And uh, apparently, like Jimmy is like really mad that he can't have his like wear a jersey without a name on it. And yeah. they're thinking that he is like, uh, he just told the NBA, "Fuck you! I'm just gonna wear my jersey. I don't give a fuck." And I think the NBA probably told him to cool out, because the Heat gave him the jersey without a name on it. Like
1: right. the Heat don't really care. Yeah, and I don't think anyone so, gives a fuck because it's yeah. It's the only person man.
0: who cares is for some reason is Adam. So I don't why did he? I don't understand why they have to have. If he wants to play without a name, let him play without a name. Like what do you? What what is he? You're not losing any money. Everybody knows that's Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I mean, come on, but. And and then he, he he didn't come to practice on Monday. Uh, no, Tuesday. Yes, yeah, sir, it was Tuesday. He didn't come to practice on Monday. No, because we had, it was had a, back a game on back Monday.
1: On the... Yeah, so, so you guys sure, didn't have he... an opportunity to practice, did you? No, I think we did. I think we did, and he didn't show up to practice. Uh, maybe there's like shoot around
0: or something. Shoot around. He didn't show up, and then they said he was out with ankle soreness. Like right before tip off, yeah. and I was like, "Hmm, I didn't see him tweak his ankle during the the Raptors game. I, I and we'll see if he if he's available against the Bucks tomorrow. But if he's not available against the Bucks, then I'll be like, oh, okay, then it is a legit ankle thing. Yeah, if he's available, I'm like, all right, what the fuck was going on there? Yeah, he probably like if he shows up again without a jersey, on like a like he just does the same shit he did against. He's been doing since the bubble. I think yeah, it was the, be
1: the Tony Brothers ripple effect where, you know, he's upset with the NBA about this and all that. And then he sees that Tony Brothers is officiating the Celtics game. He's like, oh, I don't even <laughs> have to play tonight. Let me sit out this nationally televised game. You know, we'll still win. And, yeah. uh, you know, the national audience won't see me. And then, but, you yeah. know, if he doesn't get Tony, well, it doesn't matter. If you're playing anyone, you know, and Tony Brothers is officiating, it's just a free-for-all. But if you're playing the Celtics, you've got a very yeah. good shot.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah, and like I hope I, I we really need him against the Bucks because uh, I, think we can beat them.
1: All right. Well, here I think we uh, go Yeah, ahead. I mean the the, the Bucks game will be a huge kind of measuring stick, but I had in my notes. Um, do you think? Because you're normally probably the hardest on your team, out of for sure anyone. Do you think they're legitimate contenders based off what you've seen so far? <sighs> Here's the thing, I know we could beat anybody.
0: The only team I I have any fear that like oh they're just gonna run us out on the court is probably the Clippers. We're right, the only team I truly fear. I think we can make it to the to the to the to the finals. I do. I think so too. From what I do, seen. I think we could win. I think it'll be six. Go kill, Clippers, win in six. But I think it would yeah. be very
1: close. Yeah, I think you guys are definitely like the the gap between. Miami. And honestly it
0: all depends on if our shooting... if because like if the heat can't make a
1: three <laughs> right if they go cold again well, that's if we get
0: I, cold again I'm like ooh...
1: that's what I worry about with the uh, oh no with the heat it's like you know how like Philly's like last year Celtics I think yeah Miami reminds me a lot of the Celtics team from two years earlier and it's mm-hmm. a matter of especially if like Jimmy's out you know for this extended period of time. Then the young guys step up and they do great and they shock the world and then they get to seven games against Milwaukee and then they just fucking hoist up a brick fest <laughs> in like the most critical moment. And even with uh... Jimmy Butler, that I mean having Jimmy would be great because then you have a killer at the end of the game. You know, he was able to keep Philly in it against Toronto in that game seven. Yeah. But
0: And I forgot to mention Goran has the sixth man of the year, in my opinion. Uh, got like left the the game with like what uh, at the last second, like left the game with a tweaked ankle. Mm-hmm. Then the X-rays came back negative, but I think it is
1: going to sideline him for like next two games possibly. Yeah, yeah. So that which is a concern. Adds more importance to get a uh, to get Jimmy back. But it is good that you guys got that win last night. Because uh, I mean, how many games back is Indiana from you now?
0: Let me see. Mm, I have actually. Have the standings pulled up? Because
1: I'm sure it's pretty close. Yeah, you're only a game up on Indiana. Yeah, game game up, yeah. And so who, they who do they play next? Who's Indiana play next? I know they beat Orlando last night. Um, Indiana, yeah, they beat the plays. shit out. Oh, of And there. they play Phoenix next, which Phoenix has been hot. But that's
0: come on,
1: Phoenix. Yeah, I, I want Phoenix to win too. I want Memphis. Well, we can talk about Memphis too. But what I'm what I was going to say is that I love that Memphis is zero and three. In the bubble so far, and that they yeah, man. might get Can't not only break. have a play in game triggered that they could potentially lose, but they might even just fall right out of that play in scenario. And hopefully, their mm-hmm. lottery, their standing in the lottery just keeps going down and down and down. All these mm-hmm. other teams that no one expected to be shit, like Phoenix and San Antonio, just keep winning and put yourself above Memphis because the Celtics have that pick. And we have two other first round picks that we definitely don't need to use. So hopefully we can use that to trade up higher and grab like an actual legit first round lottery. So the prospect.
0: Pacers, the Pacers' next two games are against the Suns and the, against
1: the Lakers. And the Lakers, so clinched the first two. seed though, so the Lakers yeah. don't have too much incentive to yeah. really go all yeah, out on it. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but and they, they play they us. Lose. Then
0: we play them on Monday. We play them on Monday. That's going to be huge. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's going to be a big game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah,
0: because if we can, once we get past them, like the last we have, then we play play them
1: twice next week. We play them Monday and we play them Friday. Oh, all right. Well, I think Jimmy will definitely be back for the Pacers game just out of like a personal vendetta.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't think he's going to want to sit out.
1: Yeah, you guys have a pretty rough last week because you got – the Pacers, Phoenix. yeah, Phoenix, yeah. Every that's Phoenix, what's so. Phoenix
0: Saturday, Monday we have Pacers. Pacers and
1: OKC, OKC, yeah, and the Pacers, and then then the Pacers. But Schroeder left the bubble, so
0: yeah, we'll see if that helps.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it does because that three guard. I mean, they still play Denver really tough. The other day, but Denver's yeah. also down like four guys themselves. So I think Schroeder's a big part of what keeps their uh, their engine going. He's another like six man of the year candidate. So yeah. he uh, him being out is kind of a bummer, but I think he'll be he might even be back by that point too because he just went to go help his wife out with the birth of their child. Um, he'll probably be there for like nice. another day or two, and then he'll come back. And assuming he followed all the rules, he'll only be subject to a four day quarantine. So
0: oh good for the boy
1: yeah I used to hate Dennis Schroeder now I kind of like him but he's okay when you when you find the right appropriate role for him yeah it like in Atlanta it just didn't work and it was like um it's some I think it was Ryan Rossillo said it was like Reggie Jackson which I think is the perfect comparison like when Reggie Jackson thought mm-hmm. he was like the the third best guy on on OKC or that he was the guy on OKC and it's like no you're not um mm-hmm. and then you know, no, he's fine he found, found his role yeah, now Reggie Jackson's doing what he does on the Clippers. Kind of, I think he could even have a bigger role than that. But, um, but Dennis Schroder is uh, definitely fitting into OKC very well. Mm-hmm. Um, who who else can we talk about? Oh, do you want to talk about uh, Zion and the Pelicans?
0: I mean, it's just uh, you gotta let the dog play, man. He
1: was you gotta let him get it amazing against memphis yes they finally you gotta let him, gotta let him get it man you let gotta let him eat. get it man
0: you gotta let him eat that's a big dog you gotta big let dog. him eat big dog big nuts gotta eat yeah i just i hate minute restrictions for like because like Me he doesn't need it he wasn't he didn't leave the bubble for an injury or anything he left the bubble for a personal family matter so it's not like he wasn't physically, and he he looks like he is ready to dominate. I just hate that, like the Pelicans are treating him with these little kitty gloves, like oh we gotta minute, 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 restrict him. He's a fucking star, dude. Fucking play
1: him forty minutes. Let him get out there. Let him play. Yeah, Who like, gives a fuck. Like the NBA based their whole format off of like giving him a yes. chance to get in. And the only like- reason you're
0: there is so we can see him
1: play. Yeah. <laughs> really that was like one of the top five reasons why they fucking did this it's like well we gotta if we're gonna do this we gotta find a way to give zion a chance to get into the playoffs so yeah and i was reading shit about um like all these other executives i don't know if it's true or not because you know how the media is but people were saying after these two games like oh something doesn't look right with zion he looks out of shape he looks this and that and you know like something's really wrong there you can't get into a flow
0: (laughs) and yeah, <laughs> the minute the minute he gets into it, they just rip him off the fucking court.
1: Yeah, and it's like he fucking played pretty well in his limited minutes against Utah. He had you know a clunker against the Clippers, which everyone on New Orleans played bad. Yeah. and then against the Grizzlies, he just shut everyone up. Yeah, he did he scored great. twenty what twenty three. Uh, yeah, I think so. And like down the stretch, he was incredible. Like when they finally gave him an opportunity to play down the stretch, I think he scored like it felt like. 10 points in, like, the last six minutes alone. But, yeah, yeah, 23 points, seven rebounds, five assists in 25 minutes. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're starting to to let him go a little bit more. They got the Kings next, which have been, in my opinion, the worst team in the bubble. By far, even worse than the Wizards.
0: I mean, De'Aaron Fox
1: had a really good game. Yeah, nothing against De'Aaron Fox. It's just Kings in general have played terrible. They took... Dallas to overtime, which is their best showing, but they've got just creamed by the Magic and the Spurs, which the Spurs have been good, too, and the Spurs kind of barely beat them. But it's just that with the talent that the Kings have, they shouldn't be 0-3, I don't think. I think they should have at least won one, one. of the games. I thought that they should have beat the Magic. I thought that they should have beat San Antonio. So... They've been disappointing. I don't. I think Luke Walton might be another one and done coach with the Kings. Um, mm. The Spurs, though, the Spurs are somehow. I think they're the the in the driver's seat. Oh no, they're a half a game behind Portland now after last night. Yeah, but the Spurs have been creeping up to potentially get the play in game, which is just some typical Popovich shit of like snake in the grass kind of like yeah you know we're not gonna try try that hard whatever um and then of course pop always finds a way in (laughs) pop and here he sits half a game from a play-in spot I don't know if they'll do it or not but they certainly have a chance yeah
0: um yeah, I mean, like, I, I I think they have a chance. You know, I I like. I'm a Demar Derozan fan. I love, I love mid-range game. I yeah. would love to see him expanded a little bit, but I love a good mid-range
1: basketball shooter. Um, mm. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for Derozan's game. I wouldn't want him on my team,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I do enjoy watching him play. 'Cause it is like kind of like an old school style mid range game. So it's he's like a he would have been fantastic like twenty years ago. But that's not the NBA that we watch now. No, it's not. Um but he's still even still, even with that kind of old school skill set, he finds a way to get buckets. He is not doing bad. He's no, been, he's not. He's he had a great a game against man. Sacramento and he had a really good game against Philadelphia too he had kind of a a stinker against memphis but they still won so and speaking of memphis other than them being 0-3 and potentially tanking themselves out of the playoffs um jaron jackson jr out yeah man he's been
0: playing so good
1: he was playing so good i was just going to talk about on this episode how he's been one of my favorite players of the bubble other than dame like It's been Jaron yeah, Jackson Jr. I really enjoyed watching him play. Even though his shooting numbers haven't been great, he's been like, when Memphis has needed big buckets, he's the guy stepping up, even more than jaw. So yeah, that's a bummer. But hopefully he just gets that shit handled. I mean, we saw what happened with Jonathan Isaac. So no need to risk it. Don't come back too early. Just get that shit fixed and yeah. come back next year. Jonathan Isaac news is sad.
0: Yeah, that that was sad, but but, uh, like but it just at least he's at least but he, you know what I'm just saying like the like it's weird that like some players and coaches like pop pop stood for the anthem Myers Leonard for the Heat stood for the anthem like I just don't understand why they just don't kneel I do, like it just showed that some solidarity with your
1: teammates so Myers Leonard is the only one where I feel like that might be an All Lives Matter thing. Based off what I know about Myers-Lennon. <laughs> but everyone else, I feel like, has the purest of intentions. Like, Jonathan Isaac is obviously a black man. So, mm-hmm. you know, he has his reasons for doing what he does. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. And Pop. Um, Pop was like,
0: he went to West. Didn't he go to, like, uh, West Point or something? Yeah, I think he to? was, like,
1: an Air Force guy. He's Mm -hmm. like he graduated from the Air Force Academy. So I can understand him being like a military guy, old school, like I'm going to stand up. But he's also been like one of the most vocal, not just recently, but like over the past, you know, six or seven years um, about all the systematic inequality and all that shit. So Becky Hammond as well has, you know, not shied away from, you know, calling out Mm -hmm. injustices too. So they're not really like part of any problem. You know, it's. The whole kneeling thing like I, I think it's cool to show solidarity and all that and I think people show solidarity in their own ways like I think Jonathan Isaac and um, Greg Popovich and Becky Hammond are still showing solidarity you know they're like locking arms with people and shit even as they're standing or you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is so. I don't want it to become like the inverse of the Kaepernick argument where it's like, you know, why the fuck is he kneeling or why is he sitting like he should be standing and like mm-hmm. doing what the rest of his teammates are doing and yada, yada, yada. And then it's like, you know, five years later, it completely flips and it's like, why aren't you kneeling? You don't care. Yada, yada. It's like, I think the players understand. It's like, you know, a lot of us are going to do this kneeling thing because we think it's right and we like the symbolism and all that. Um, but I don't think they really care if no one else kneels. Um, I think Garrett Temple said it best. It's like, you know, as long as you're not in, you know, actively in the way of, you know, harming progress and you're not criticizing us for protesting in our own way, then we don't mind, you know, what anyone Mm. does during the anthem. So very true. So I think that's a good kind of grounded perspective to have on it. And the. I don't like the news coverage of like who kneeled who didn't kneel and all that like that. Who didn't you kneel? Know, it's not about who kneeled and who didn't kneel. It's about what why are they kneeling? You know. And we mm-hmm. I know that we know that, but like that's they didn't kneel or didn't stand so that people would talk about them. They they are doing what they're doing to push forward a conversation that we need to have that society that we are having but that we need to continue having. In my opinion I don't
0: know. Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: Speaking of uh, uh, politics, Joe it. Biden is really loading up on those campaign ads during the NBA broadcasts.
0: I haven't seen any of them.
1: I saw like f- four or five of them on Sunday night.
0: I am watching through Hulu, so I'm not sure if that's uh, affecting
1: my my uh, advertisement algorithm for the for the machine. Yeah, I've been watching through Watch ESPN, so but I think mm-hmm. Watch ESPN has like. The actual commercials from the mm. the game. Except I for I local just commercials. get the, I get
0: the same I get the same commercials
1: every time. Yeah, Hulu Hulu's the worst with their commercials. Yeah, yeah, I just get the same so ones. Annoying. But yeah, Joe Biden was really really loading up on it. He is uh, he is going after his target demo. <laughs> <laughs> NBA fans. Hey,
0: I like basketball too. Pass me the rock. (laughs)
1: If you don't (laughs) vote for me, you don't like basketball.
0: Easier said than done. And he just waddles off, shits its pants, (laughs) falls down.
1: Where am I? Where? Who are you? Am I in the bubble? Is Bill Russell still playing? (laughs) Bill, rest in peace, Bill Russell. You're an inspiration. Pass me the rock, Jerry West. Going for the oopty doopty. Did you see uh, Doctor Fauci's pitch at the Nationals game?
0: Oh my God, that little squeaky boy.
1: The <laughs> <Dude>, squeak. <laughs> squeak shouldn't fuck pitch, him. man. If anyone ever asked me to do an opening pitch at a baseball game, I'd say fuck no, because I know that's I know. gonna go bad.
0: Yeah, fuck you. I'm not gonna throw up, Paul.
1: are like, no, just give me some some fucking box seats. And I'll, I'll do that, but I'm not going to throw an opening pitch and embarrass myself. Would you
0: sing, uh, would you sing the uh, take you out to the ball game if they asked you?
1: Um, I would sing uh, what's the, the, the national anthem, but but I would keep in the third verse about all the uh, mm. oppressive shit and all that, and uh, just uh, get <gasps> booed off so I never get invited to do anything again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, because I don't want to put myself out there at sports games. I, I've... Discovered during my time away from uh, like a lot of sports social media, how much mm-hmm. I hate sports social media. Mm. I check Bleacher Report every now and then, um, but I hate it so much. I it's so so dumb, mm-hmm. and uh, I have I've just decided that as much as I love sports and want to be a part of sports media, I have no interest in. Uh, being part of like mainstream sports media or that cycle in any way.
0: Very true. Well, I think that does it for us this week. We'll be back. Uh, not sure when we'll be back next week. Cause just the games are going on. I think Wednesday is probably a good day to come back to. Yeah. We'll, have a, we'll be like with the last games in, in Iowa. So we'll have a better pl- picture of the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And then I think the playoffs start on Monday. So maybe like Sunday, Night or whatever, we'll, we'll do something for the playoffs. See playoff breath so play thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's not that big. A we'll video. See. We don't have too much traffic.
0: So. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Rate us on iTunes, and uh, we'll see you next week for some more high vertical. See you.